0: Welcome to Keeping Taps. I'm the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, with the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning, I have Tyann with me, photographer, videographer, a little bit of everything, did the first <laughs> official top 30 under 40 virtual event did all the filming questions, a lot of work to make this event happen. She did a lot, a lot of it. So, first of all, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, of course. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and like what you're doing.
1: Okay. Um, well, I'm Diane. <laughs> I am one half of Bjorkman Film and Photo. We are a media company. Um, we do video and I do a lot of portrait photography. Um, I specialize in women empowerment sessions, um, which I love. And then with my husband, we do the video marketing side and it's a ton of fun. We got to do elevate, which was phenomenal. We got to meet over 30 people from our community that are doing like the most amazing things. I was so floored and inspired. I think that was my favorite part is that we just walked away. So inspired from meeting everybody.
0: And that's, I think I've told so many people about that. I was just like, when you listen to these stories, you're like, holy cow, we have so many people in our community under the age of 40, just doing some amazing things. And I was just, I'm the same way. I was like, holy crap. And then there's people I can think of that should be nominated as well. I mean, we're very lucky to have a very young, active, community-minded generation,
1: We are. Well, and that's what I think when we got to interview one of the judges and that's what she was saying. She said, you know, we actually had like over 150 nominations because there's just so many amazing people in this community. And it was really hard to narrow it down because how do you pick out of such amazingness? You know,
0: exactly. I agree a hundred percent. Um, so let's talk about this women empowerment stuff. Um, I follow you on social media and love, love seeing all the stuff that you're doing with women. Um, And I love this culture that's really empowering women to Mm -hmm. let be themselves and embrace kind of their whole body, embrace who they are, um, not to be like afraid of it or shy of it. So tell me a little bit about what you do.
1: So I do, um, photo shoots. I have, I make it a whole day. So it's an entire experience when, when they come in, Um, they get there and we go straight into hair and makeup. And my favorite part about these is that while they're in hair and makeup, we just sit and we talk. So we get to connect and I get to know these women and they share their stories, whether that's their triumphs or hardships or whatever they're going through, or maybe their insecurities. Um, my conversations are kind of all over the place all the time, which is really neat. Um, but I just love getting to be there and be a support system for them. And then everybody I bring into that space during that time is like me, they're going to support you. They're going to empower you. They're going to hype you up. And so we've got my makeup artists, my hair girls, and my assistant in there. And it's just a girl's day and it's just phenomenal. And I could say that I'm giving all of this to these people, but truth be told, from starting to do this, I've been given the same gift in return, my own confidence, my own, I don't even know, just has skyrocketed because I've met so many amazing women doing this and they've inspired me and boosted me up too.
0: And I think, um, I've done one or two of these shoots before with other people. I need to schedule Mm -hmm. because I, the person that comes out of you and this whole different, like thing that happens when you do something like this, I think is really, I don't know. You just kind of feel like a badass woman when Mm -hmm. you do something like this. And it's just like, yeah, that's right. And you can like leave into like your next, your whole week. And you're like, that's right. I'm right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I think that's my favorite part is like, we, we always do a, a before picture. And my favorite part is when you can see the transformation from beginning to end. And even through the progression of pictures, you can kind of see where it clicked. And all of a sudden somebody starts to feel themselves and they're feeling really good. And you do, you feel like a badass, and you feel powerful. And that's the entire point is this, this is just that little tiny step in your own journey to self-love that you can do to just empower yourself and kind of step into yourself a little bit more.
0: Yeah. I and I love it to get like comfortable. So they're like, Oh yeah, yep. right. Like you own it. And then the job you get to is just pump these girls up. Yeah. And, and that is so fun. I think like we get, like, we forget that when we give out compliments, it feels good for us too, because you can right? light up and change like completely.
1: Yes, exactly. That is the best part. I, I absolutely love what I get to do, And it's so much fun. When I say it's like a girl's day, we're laughing, we're sharing stories. We've cried before. Um, I had a one girl in there. She's really what inspired me to start this um, and make this more of my niche. Because she came in and she just shared her entire heart with me, and we cried and we connected and we bonded. And I watched her like we we talked about it. She was like a phoenix rising from the ashes. She has gone through such a hardship and then felt so empowered and moved and remembered her her worth through the entire session, just through conversation, through pictures. And it's amazing to me that I have I can give somebody that. I think that that's amazing.
0: Oh, it is, and you don't realize how you're affecting. I mean, you're probably affecting more than just their day, their week, but it's just like, right. and you can probably connect with them. I just think that's amazing. And it's fantastic. How did you get into, I guess, photography, videography, the, the video, the marketing, that stuff? How did you get into this?
1: Um, so they all, they both kind of have their own little story. Photography, really, I'm kind of one of those cliches. I've loved it my whole life. I've had cameras from the time I could hold them. And I bought my first camera at 14 and Then back in 2012, I actually cashed out retirement from a job that I'd had and bought a camera and it kind of just snowballed from there to where I'm at. Um, I've gone through a journey of what niche I've been in from newborns and family and weddings. And then I found this and it was just like that aha moment where I finally figured out this is where I meant to be when everything clicked because I've always felt like I've had purpose in sharing stories and creating connection and helping other women or people in general overcome or see potential or see worth or something. And I've never figured out where I can put all of these random little parts of myself until I I found this. And I found exactly where I'm supposed to be with it. Um, With video, (laughs) that was kind of an accident. I don't know, it's hidden somewhere in my Facebook videos. Um, My husband and I, he's sitting behind me, uh, (laughs) we worked for his family business And we really needed just like a quick 30 second video just to explain, um, a service we were doing or something. So I was like, you know what? I'm a photographer. I have this camera. I can go do it. Let's just, let's go out front real quick and we'll do it. Nothing came out of that video except for a blooper reel and a lot of laughs. And then I discovered I really like video. And so we started going down that path and he has always had a passion for helping other people and businesses and problem solving. It's kind of, both of us problem solving, but it just snowballed. And then last year we ended up leaving the family business to start this and get to help other businesses. And it's so satisfying to help problem solve, so.
0: Yeah, and um, I mean, you probably know this, but I mean, you can share with people like what the importance of video is because I, especially right now, I mean, especially in this just generation and then adding COVID and add in all these other layers, I mean, video is so important for businesses or self-employed or whatever it is.
1: Mm -hmm. It really is. You know, it's funny because we grew up and the idea of a digital world was kind of something you saw in the movies, but it's here. We really do live in a digital world. Almost everybody logs into social media and that's how we connect now. Um, And so on a personal level, we're all connecting and sharing and doing all of this stuff but there's this beautiful place for business. And one of the best ways to reach people is for them to get to know you. And video is like the easiest way to do this and to get your, your face, your name, your business in front of the right people's eyes. And social media makes it so easy because you can target your audience. Yep. So it's not like you're just putting this ad out and hoping the right audience finds it. You can really target it.
0: Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I mean, if you have a great video by the way i just need to say you guys did an amazing job on elevate video i was watching it with my family um i was watching with some friends and they're like holy cow the like quality that you guys did and to, like take that many interviews and condense it into like an hour and a half or whatever it was i'm like it's a lot of work but you guys did it like it was beautiful and it was you know the point got across everything was done really well so i commend you guys that was a hard job, but you guys did a fantastic job and everyone was super impressed by it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I've got to give a lot of kudos to my husband. He is phenomenal. He's sitting back here, probably wanting to share a little bit, but
0: welcome to pop in if he needs off, but,
1: (laughs) um, he did a lot of work on that. We sat down and did the interviews together and then he sat down and really pieced everybody's interviews together himself. And what was neat about that is that he took that part of the project on and I got to sit down and watch what he put together. And I was just like, wow, wow, they did that. Wow. And it was just so cool, even though I was at the interviews. And I mean, you were there, you know, we did 15, 20 minutes of interview and had to narrow it down. And let me tell you, we, it, it was a tough job to narrow that down.
0: Oh, I can't imagine because there's probably so many great answers. There's so many profound things people are saying <laughs> or people have accomplished so much. You're like, I can only put in like a minute or two minutes of like. Mm-hmm. The- um, so it had to have been very difficult.
1: It was. And it, it just because, I mean, all of you deserved to have like your own little special because you guys are doing such amazing things and it's so inspiring. But I think he did a great job really condensing it to, to showcase each, uh, to showcase everybody.
0: Yeah, I agree. So obviously you've gone through different, um, different, obviously you've had different career paths, different things you've done. Um, and now you're here in a whole different photography, videography, marketing, all this stuff. Is there a life lesson that you've learned kind of the hard way through all of this?
1: Um, I mean, what life lesson haven't I learned the hard way? Um, Those that know me are gonna know that that's very true. I tend to be very stubborn and I do learn things the hard way. Um, But really, I think my best advice is to listen to people. Um, I've, I've been countless times where I've had loved ones and friends share something with me and I'm too stubborn to listen to their warnings or advice. And I, learning to trust the people around you, they're going to look out for you. They've got your best interest at heart, I think is a good, a good one. I wish I could have learned that sooner.
0: Oh yeah. I, I agree with you. 100%. <laughs> like, I think as you get older, like you kind of realize, okay, I don't want to recreate the wheel again. Tell me how you did it. So I don't do it the same way. If right. I feel that it. So I think that's a great, I think, and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about listening listening Mm -hmm. and being a better like interviewer or a better person to answer, ask questions is to actually listen, to actually listen. Don't think about the next thing you're going to say over them or ignore all that stuff. Just really intent in listening.
1: Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. I, I did the same thing when we were getting ready for the Elevate interviews was we, they were so amazing to us. um, Um, the committee there, they gave us a list of questions and then we kind of like ant- asked some of our own, but that was one of my biggest things was making sure, even if I was nervous to listen before I asked more questions. Cause I got nervous the first couple interviews, but yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's just like, you don't know these people are walking into your studio. You, I mean, you only have one at a time because you have to be like mm-hmm. super safe you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's all these different rules. And so you're kind of like, uh, we can't shake hands or hug or anything. You're <laughs> asking questions and you got to get out so I can clean this place. Again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah.
1: Exactly. And I would say my other piece of advice is don't leave the water running and walk away. I flooded our, our house, our brand new house last year. <laughs> I think that was my lesson. I had to learn the hard way, brand new house. And we, <laughs> He's laughing at me. I totally, I was trying to wash a sweater and the entire thing just, it well, was, we were in repairs for two months.
0: When you said that, I was like waiting for this profound, like, don't, don't let the water running and walk away. I was like, and then you're like, no, I flooded the house.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, nothing profound with that one. That was a hard lesson.
0: <laughs> I love it. So are you guys locals uh, from Coeur d'Alene?
1: Um, I've been here pretty much my whole life since I was 10 or 11, I think. And Chris is born and raised here. So, awesome. so yeah,
0: his uh, go to favorite restaurant in town.
1: In town. Okay. So, personally, I am an absolute, I love Bardonnay. If you've had the salmon there, it's phenomenal. Bardney is my absolute favorite. But if you're going to go a little bit out of town, have you ever been to Noah's Canteen at Silver Mountain?
0: Oh, yeah, I've been to Noah's.
1: So good. I was so in love with what I ate. I think I had Parmesan chicken or something. So good,
0: <laughs> so you can't stop thinking about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, it was really cute. Chris tried to remake that dinner for me for our anniversary one year because I fell in love with it. And did it? It was time. adorable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you guys also like your midtown area, so you're really close to like some of my favorite restaurants, with like Blue yep. down the street, and you got Capone's
1: Izzy's,
0: and you know all the good spots.
1: Have you been to Izzy's yet?
0: Uh, Yes, I have.
1: So good. They're really good.
0: I'm not like trying to track calories when I go to Izzy's.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if you had a billboard in, let's just say anywhere in town, it could be right on, you know, Sherman or on Northwest, anywhere there's lots of traffic. What would your billboard either have or say on it?
1: It would just say you're worth it. Mm -hmm. I think that that's really the... Thing that resonates most with me right now is really finding your worth and embracing it and valuing it and loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think self love has this misconception that it's selfish or conceited or self-absorbed and it's not, I think loving yourself and valuing yourself is so important because we hear it all the time. You have to love yourself before you can love somebody else, but we really need to take that to heart and know that it's okay to love ourselves mm-hmm. and to do things for ourselves. Cause I mean, I know so many of my friends and family that put everybody else before them and you can't pour from an empty cup. So yeah. I just I think worth it and knowing your worth would be mine.
0: And it's very undervalued that, that self-love and like taking care of yourself. I think that's a lot of people we're supposed to constantly, especially like families, like mothers and fathers mm-hmm. and people that are supposed to, but like, honestly, it's the, it's the most, one of the best life lessons or the best advice you could give us was just take care of yourself because you can't, you can't give from an empty cup. You can't help those around. You can't help your community. If you're struggling mm-hmm. mentally or physically or whatever it is.
1: Right. Yeah. I liked the analogy with the airplanes, how they tell you to put your, your mask on first so you can be more helpful to other people. And I think that that's just true.
0: Oh, that's such a good point. Um, I'm going to ask you a question you asked me during the interview, what okay. is your personal mission statement?
1: Oh, my personal mission statement. Mm, Good question. Um, Probably to pursue a life of fulfillment um, and to be a light and help others see their value and beauty.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. That's perfect. (laughs) I love that. And you're helping these women really find who they are. I mean, especially right now, we're all struggling, um, you know. Yeah, it was a
1: rough year last year. (laughs) And I think- I've had, I think that that's what's made probably these connections in these sessions that we're doing so powerful is we're really talking about what happened, you know, what we went through and how it's affected us and having some connection with somebody outside of your home is amazing because we were all stuck at home for so long and we lost that social value and everything like that. So
0: exactly. And that's why I started my podcast. I was like, I miss people. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't think I was a people person until COVID hit. And all of a sudden I couldn't be around people. I'm like, wait, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I really love people a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I think it's just like, it's like the, the whole saying of like, Hey, you introvert friends, make sure you're checking on those extroverts. But yep. those introverts are like, Oh, this is not good. I usually am like, cool. Just being by myself. But they're like, wait a second when I'm forced uh-huh. to a little bit different.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's like reverse psychology.
0: <laughs> so if you could have dinner with anybody dead or alive, um, who would you have dinner with and why?
1: So this one's a little more personal. Um, I would probably have dinner with my dad. I actually never got to meet him and he passed before I ever had the chance to meet him. Um, and I would love to just be able to have the chance to have one open and honest conversation with him
0: that because there's so many things you wish you you, you knew
1: yeah <laughs> we so, yeah we we found each other and then we just didn't talk for a while so
0: that's, yeah that's really tough um I have a similar situation um but I didn't have haven't lost them but yeah I get I don't understand that but I also that's that's a that's a tough one to deal with mm-hmm.
1: reach out and talk to them
0: <laughs> yeah I think that's a good advice Is always. Um, you know, at least reach out to friends, family that have um, have kind of some rougher background or or things that have happened. Mm -hmm. Life is too freaking short.
1: Way too short. I feel like that's one lesson we've all learned in the last year. Mm. Too fragile.
0: But I do love right now that you have a side part. Um, Oh, yes. I have been these Gen Xers. If you're (laughs) Gen X and you're listening or watching this, this morning, I was like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do the middle part and I'm going to rock it all day. I have podcasts. I have meetings. I stared at mm-hmm. myself. I'm like, what? What <laughs> is this? I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> I was talking to my girlfriends. And I'm like, well, you know, it's official. Our skinny jeans are now the mom jeans we made fun of. I'm whatever. I'm going to rock it. I'm in my skinny jeans. I don't care. <laughs>
0: For the, like when you see a woman that like has the feather hair, you're like, oh, or those big crazy bangs you're like oh they just can't get out of the 80s and I'm like right you're saying about us like look at those like millennials
1: yeah that's adorable <laughs> exactly I'm just gonna keep the side part I tried to do the center part and I'm not sure I can pull it off as well
0: <laughs> I, yeah I was thinking, kind of thinking I was like well maybe I'll inch inch and kind of just <laughs> work and it work but We'll see. Oh, we'll see. I was just really glad when I see another person with side part. I'm like, you haven't given yet.
1: Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna rock my mom jeans in the side part.
0: I love it. So You know,
1: I saw something. It was a TikTok the other day that made me laugh about this. It was somebody who's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna feel better about this because we went through like the white eyeliner, big hoop earrings and skinny eyebrows. This is Jen, is it Gen Z? Yeah. This is their moment. Let them do their weird thing. We're going to keep our side part. We've already been through the awkward phase. I'm like, okay, now I feel a little better.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. The eyeliner and like, Oh, oh. or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were, but I was a butterfly butterfly clip person for a
1: while. Like in little tiny mm -hmm.
0: rows and you get with them. Oh yes.
1: And you had like the spiky hair in the back. It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're all there. Yes. Yep. Um, So obviously we were just talking about how it has been a rough year. We have gone Mm -hmm. through um, one of the hardest years. I mean, obviously that we could ever remember. Um, I know that we're grandparents Mm -hmm. gone through all this other great depression, things like this, but this has been a rough year, especially the isolation mentally, physically, we've lost a loved one to COVID or to depression or whatever it may be because of COVID do you have a piece of a, like positive advice to give to anyone listening that's maybe really struggling with this right now?
1: Um, yes, reach out. Um, I think because we are isolated and we've lost that human connection that sometimes we were forced into, whether it was at our job or school, riding on the bus or whatever, um, I think we underestimated the value of just genuine human connection and so I think the best advice I would have for somebody is to just reach out and don't feel bad about it. I think that's the biggest thing is don't feel like you're going to be a burden on somebody if you're still having a bad day. We're all having a lot of them now. We're all having times that we're just really having to push through. And remember, there's a light at the end of the tunnel that this will end and it will pass. Um, but we really need to kind of link arms and get through it together. So
0: I think that's perfect is just reaching out. Um, I have a couple friends that do that to me. They kind of, they can, they can sense when something's wrong and they reach out and they just say, what's wrong. I'm like, Oh, I'm good. They're like, no, come over to my house. They know you, you're not good. Um, and so to really, and I think it's just also let people know that it's okay to say I'm not doing well. Like, I feel like we mm-hmm. all say, we're great. We're busy. We're doing this. We're doing that. But it's like, it's okay to say life sucks right now. I'm yep. dealing with some something X, Y, and Z. And I am struggling. And I think that's, I think just saying it can help someone take all of that weight. Partly. I don't think
1: you know how powerful that is too. Really, when you do just say it out loud to finally to somebody that I'm just not okay today. And I've been impressed. I've seen more and more of that over the last year where people are just freely saying, I'm having a bad day. Can somebody talk just on Facebook? And I love and respect that so much because I think we're starting, I'm seeing that change in regards to mental health and everything that we've needed desperately for so long. And I love that your friends are checking in on you. I think that's another great piece of advice is to make sure you're checking in on your loved ones.
0: Yeah. And I think you hit it there. It's just that mental health. I think now, because it's one of those things that people are like, it doesn't look, you look healthy, you look fine. But like how people are struggling internally and they're like, they're, they're really good at masking that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's letting people be okay to realize that they're depressed or they have anxiety or they're going through something, you know, whatever it may be, that we're kind mm-hmm. of making it okay to talk about now.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah I I love seeing this. I've struggled with anxiety and panic disorder since I was a little girl, and one thing that we do is we do mask very well because we just learn how to deal with it and carry on with life. Um, and I remember at the beginning of the pandemic last year realizing that so many of my friends and family were starting to understand things that I've been experiencing forever. And I'm like, well, I've been here, but that means I also have the grace and understanding to know what you're going through. And it's scary and it's okay that it's scary, but just know that you're not alone. You know?
0: Oh, I think that's a great, great point. So if someone's trying to reach out to you, whether they want to schedule a shoot, uh, do video, get connected with you and to see what, you know, how you can help them or what you can do, let us know. Or what, how can you, how can we connect with you?
1: Um, you can find us everywhere on social media. Um, we have our public page. My women's group is a private group um, that I keep there, so we have that safe space to connect and support and share with each other. Um, we actually did start and just launch our business community um, for the other half, and it's really directed at just finding local entrepreneurs, business owners um, that want to connect and be able to share um, from like business advice, share their struggles. Um, and then once a month, we're actually going to go, I think you partially inspired this, honestly, once a month, we would love to go highlight another local business. Um, just, we want to go interview them and say hi, and then we'll share the video in the group and really just try to create connection within our, our small business community here in Coeur d'Alene.
0: I say, I love that. I love when people can do that and I think more people should do that. I mean, that's the the point. I started this podcast is just like I said is just I want to share people. And people don't. I mean, it, people are going to know you now because they listen to my podcast. And you could mm-hmm. never be like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I've been looking for. Um, and we were talking mm-hmm. to Justin that's upstairs from you. Um, someone heard my podcast and they were like, I need marketing. I need you know to like, I need. Yep. So they called him right away because they heard that. And I was like, just from this little podcast. And I was like. This is amazing. I'm so excited. You guys are doing that. Um, and you guys also have the power of beautiful video and (laughs) sound and all of the things that come with it. So, um, that is awesome.
1: Well, thank you. I I wanted to give you credit for that because I was so inspired by this podcast. It was cool because I had found your podcast before you came in to interview and I was like, Oh, this is really exciting for me (laughs) because I love what you've done. I think it's amazing. Just connection and community i mean i think from your podcast i've found more people i've gotten to listen to even some people i know and learn different things and it's just really cool
0: right and that's what that's sometimes i know these people like they're my friends and i interviewed like i get off the interview i was like i wait i had no (laughs) friends." and you're doing what like it is that is the coolest moment you're like all right this is cool Mm -hmm. it is really cool well thank you so much for giving me time today um and we will chat soon
1: Perfect. Thank
0: you. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.